Awake in the Dream Radio with Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Green. Raising your frequency and expanding your consciousness one guest at a time. My goodness, welcome to Awaken the Dream Radio. I am Dr. Dream and our wonderful, amazing co-host, Laura Magdalene Eisenhower. Hello, Hi, Laura. Hi, everybody. How are you, dear? I'm good. How are you, Dr. Dream? I'm I'm doing well. We've had quite the exciting, I mean, it seems like Every Tuesday we we say, wow, it's just been this incredible week. And I guess I wouldn't expect anything less than that. But I got to tell you, and you were there with me, the last five days have been really over the top, hasn't it? It's been totally over the top and totally intense, as always. And um, life-altering and deep processing and just, yeah, it's it's been quite amazing, for sure. So we just returned at 1.30 this morning from Asheville, North Carolina, for the Star Knowledge Gathering. Um, and uh, it, we really have found um, a community that, that resonates uh, really deeply for us, haven't we? Yes, we have. Um, it's just amazing to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, just to present and, you know, you really did just a phenomenal job with your Galactivation on just such an important day where, you know, there's just, just such a need to clear a lot of energy and a lot of people did. And um, just, you know, being around the chiefs and the grandmothers that just hold so much wisdom and just so validate, you know, the wisdom that we've been holding on to amongst a lot of different 3D energies that are very undermining and very um, limiting. So it's, it's always a breath of fresh air. Well, I have to let everyone know we between the two of us we spoke for a total of eleven hours over the three days of the conference. We did seven hours of one on one sessions and then um you know ran our table where people could get oils and tuning forks and different uh tools and modalities to to help them but you know your presentations laura it's it just blows me away because. I don't think anyone other than me really knows what goes on behind the scenes with you. And you don't just stick with the information you know. You are constantly digging, searching, connecting the dots. Um, and and you you blew us all away again with what you presented. Um, and I've, I've already told you about this, but I'm sharing this for the listeners. I mean, it got even heavier and more intense than ever, but you, the incredible global alchemist that you are, have this magic or this ability, I guess call it ability, to really shift the energy. And I get to watch you do this every single day in in our integrated life together. Um, but boy, I mean, I mean, I'm used to all this information from you, but I was sitting in the audience listening to you, and and even I got like all sort of uptight and a little fidgety and at everything because the information was so big. And then you know, before I know it, I feel myself expanding, and it's you shifting the energy, and it's you you truly are. It's like I, I don't know if Global Alchemist is even 
uh, in my mind, powerful enough for, for what you're doing out there. It's like multi-universe alchemist or, or something. I, I don't know. But um, I just want to honor you for that because uh, it's uh, – before I met you, I didn't know that that this ability even existed um, out there. And uh, you, you just take it to the highest level every single time and uh, – you don't rest on your laurels of people saying, oh, your last presentation was great. You you are bumping it up every single time. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's just really exciting to have, you know, Catalina Angel join us today because, you know, I really feel like, you know, this incredible similarity just in the way we approach our work and, you know, what we're really, you know, trying to put out there. And you know, she just resonates with both of us, and I know we've, had a chance to get to know her a little bit before the show. I was on a show with her, and um, it was beautiful. And I, I just, I'm, I'm so excited that she's here. Yeah, this this is big. And um, in my own experience with Catalina, I've even reached out for her, uh, to her for for assistance with um, uh, some of the client things I've been I've been working on. Um, so yeah, definitely. So so tell us tell us a little more about Catalina before we bring her on. Well, Catalina Angel uh, serves as a galactic metaphysician, providing sacred session work for humans and animals. Plus, she provides spiritual educational materials for humanity. Her many gifts include that of loving, communicating, writing, artistry, speaking, dancing, galactic languages, teaching, and sharing. Her path of personal spiritual initiation in this life began as a teenager with the spiritual studies of A Course in Miracles, Astrology, and Metaphysics. Further developments of theatrical training, performing arts, sure did come in handy during her 20s because little did Catalina know that she would be performing, speaking about spiritual and galactic topics later in life. Over the past decade, Catalina has studied a variety of spiritual materials from energetic synthesis, chelonic science, Scientology, religious science, quantum physics, and yoga, in addition to fully connecting to her higher self and oversoul bodies. There's even more to share. Catalina Angel's Inspirations website began in 2008 and has continued to evolve and expand as a platform of inspiration, service, and support for humanity coming into its galactic and spiritual awareness at this time. So what a great pleasure and honor to present our guest, Catalina Angel. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi! <laughs> Hi there! Hello! Well, you know, um, hmm, thank you for that warm introduction. And one thing I'd like to say right off the top here is that I'm really pleased, I'm very happy that the three of us are gathered here today. I consider this a sacred time to be together. I consider um, our time together on the airwaves as such a ceremonial. And, you know, as you mentioned, Laura, we have had you know, um, our one-on-one -on -one time together when you were um, uh, on my radio program. And then, you know, Dr. Dream and I have had an opportunity to connect one-on-one -on -one as well over the phone speaking. And something that I haven't had the opportunity until now to tell Dr. Dream, because when it happened I didn't have his email to write it up and tell him. So I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> All right. Let's hear okay. it. <laughs> All right, so after we had, you know, our beautiful one-on-one -on -one, um, talk connection, and after I got off the phone, 
I ended up having this um, profound healing and clearing, and I was just over here, and I was just sobbing, and again, I didn't know what I was sobbing about, and that's okay, and and then I was able to to clear through more of just like another level of like the muck, the debris, the distorted masculine pieces um, that I've had to like oh, plow through um, within my own self, and another piece of the divine masculine kind of like chimed in or, or linked in or I could say integrated in, you know, to my beingness from just simply having a conversation with you. And so I just wanted to honor that aspect um, within you because it was really profound that night um, after we spoke. So I just wanted to say thank you. Wow, Catalina, that's I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, I... <laughs> So I'm not supposed to be caught off guard, but you absolutely have done that to me now. So thank you so much. And um, I'll just let people know that I, I called you to reach out to um, talk about some some clients that had come forth with dogs with cancer. And, and um, you've done a lot with animals, not to mention um, all beings. And uh, I'm getting uh, some really good results. And you you assisted me in establishing a foundation um, to build on because I'd never worked uh, with animals before or animals and their owners. And uh, so I hadn't been able to share that yet. So we, we both get to, to share um, the, the good, the really positive aspects of what happens when, uh, you know, we, we bring our energies together. So thank you. Right. And I'd like to speak just a, a bit about that. So our listening audience can understand, at least from Catalina's perspective, of how we all interconnect. We, we, all, we all carry certain pieces. We've all got certain codes. And when we interact or we connect, we're, we're giving each other, like, certain pieces that we need to help integrate ourselves. It's like it's helping us connect to the wholeness of who it is that we are. And we all do this for each other. And so um, it's very important that we all understand whenever a being is being brought forth to us, to our awareness or into our matrix or into our life or whatever you want to call that, um, that the being is being ushered because there's a piece in there that we need to see or need to connect to or need to heal or, or, or what have you. But there's these really divine higher pieces that I've been aware of lately, more profound healing pieces and higher connection pieces that we're all able to assimilate much easier now. I'm seeing it, at least in my personal experience, it's much easier now to do this and understand it than it has in years previously. Well, it's it's definitely important for us to all stay focused on this, and I really appreciate you bringing that to light. And um, there's just some really, these are just such powerful times for us to, all of us, wherever we're at, to raise our awareness. And I'm personally finding, you know, belief systems are just sort of dropping by, by the wayside. Now, mm-hmm. um, and being replaced by the new ones. Now, I just to to get things off and rolling here, 
Um, I wanted to to have you just address the the topic tonight, which is break from the programmings into the embodiment of the divine trinity, and then um, then we'll just kind of dive into um, to the the to our show. Okay. So, would you like to start with the the programming aspects first? Breaking from well, the programmings. Yeah, well, let's do this. Before we before we do that, I want you to explain a little bit about um just what that topic means to you and then mm. um and then we'll start asking questions. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, um breaking free from the programmings. Um I would say that it would be breaking free from the programmings that no longer serve us. Sometimes it's difficult to see that we even have programmings. And, uh, for instance, last night I ended up um, at someone's home um, by divine orchestration, and uh, they were watching a football game. And... I could see that this person, at least from my viewpoint, was really hooked into the programmings of watching football. And as I was observing this, I was invited to stay and and watch the football game and enjoy. And that's not something that I personally enjoy. So, you know, I took a pass and said, okay, adios, got to (laughs) go. Though, there's nothing wrong with watching football. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with that. What I'm sharing is that there are certain programmings that I've been able to see uh, within um, the matrix that actually hook people, hook their attentions into certain awarenesses so that the higher awarenesses of themselves cannot come forth or can't integrate or can't be seen. So... Whereas, uh, you know, uh, um, I would I would personally much rather walk in the rain and the mud uh, than watch, uh, you know, in the cold than watch a football game any day of the week. <laughs> so, but that's just me. And but you see, because I don't want to spend my time in those types of aspects. But there's many other programs. I mean, television is just simply one of them to you know hook our awarenesses. Um, into aspects that's, that are outside of ourselves. So what I'm aware of is that the aspects that are within ourselves, and that would be the second part of our top topic here, um, you know, embodiment into the divine trinity, and that's where I spend a lot of my time is developing that aspect within myself, also clearing the programs within myself, and also I do that, you know, in my work as well. And the work that I provide. So, yeah, I hope that helps um, a, a bit about enhancing the the topic. Yeah, certainly. Absolutely. I, um, I, I've I've noticed your blogs uh, before we actually uh, met, and and before I was on your radio show, and I was very moved, you know, just by your articulation and just the way that you understood it. And I just, you know, have a question about this 11D implant or programmings that, you know, really hit people on a higher dimensional level? And what are those traps and, like, what, you know, should people be watching out for um, in terms of, you know, new age deceptions and that kind of thing? Hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> like related to the use, perhaps, of sexual yeah. energies or just, uh, right, you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting here going, okay, where do I begin with this? I mean, it was such a, it's such a huge uh, topic here. I'm just feeling into where uh, to, to begin this one. Okay, so from my awarenesses, um, because I, I spend a lot of time uh, working in the multidimensions, um, within my multidimensional self here while embodied on earth, working anything in the low of the darkest of the dark, 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 into the highest of the high, 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 and everything in between. And it's not an easy thing to be able to maneuver through such a vast arc of dimensions with human conscious awareness. It's really difficult to keep one's feet on the ground, and um, somehow I've managed to do that uh, (laughs) a bit um, and keep myself stabilized. So because... I personally have been able to, and it just happened. I didn't set out to do it. It's just something that happened, and I've been able to understand the architectures, uh, the buildings, uh, meaning of how the matrix is comprised, how it was built, so I can see all these aspects. Okay, so with that said, with my work, so it may be when I'm in silence by myself, just moving throughout my day, or it might be uh, within my session work, moving through multidimensional layers with a client. It can happen just about in any aspect of my life where I will be able to see certain aspects, certain layers to be able to go through these programmings and actually find where they're sourcing from within certain dimensional fields. Okay, so um, with understanding um, many um, people refer to uh, we're, we're, we're moving into like a fifth dimensional ascension or the fourth earth, the fifth earth and all this. Well, my awarenesses here on earth are much more than just the fourth, fifth dimension, okay? And, and the planetary body systems too. So within these dimensions, there are like one through, let's just say like one through 15, okay, which equals like a a harmonic universe, okay? So there's one through 15. Well, basically the dimensions like one through 11 have aspects within them that are distorted. And the easiest way that I like to explain this to people is that, you know, here on Earth, you know, there's people who you really, really like. And you're like, hey, I like you, right? And then there's other people you're looking at and you're like, ha, and you just want to run away as fast as you can, okay? Well, that same aspect of what people have experienced here on Earth, and that is a polarity, okay? Well, those aspects, those polarity aspects also exist in the multidimensional fields. Now, some of the dark, dark, darkest ones of really dull, low aspects are happening like in the one, two, and three, okay, third-dimensional fields. Um, Many of the higher-dimensional fields, such as the 10 and 11, 
there are aspects within those dimensional fields, and they're like way high, high, high. And there's distortions within those too. And what I've seen sometimes that happens is when a being comes into their own personal awareness of energetic expansion within themselves and they start poking in the other dimensions and they start connecting with all of that, yeah, you know, it's just like it feels like this great connection to God. And guess what? It is. Though within these dimensional layers, there's also distortions. Just as like we have all these distortions here on this planet, we've also got really good things here on this planet too, okay? And that same thing happens in these multi-dimensions, at least from my awareness, up through the 11th dimension. Um, once one is able to connect to their divine 12th dimensional blueprint, okay, they could start accessing and sourcing the the the, the energy systems, working with energies that can bring in purified codes. And these purified codes of energy, or we could say purified codes of frequencies, can then be accessed to help reconnect one into and, and help purify them into the organic aspects of who it is that they are. Often what can happen in the multidimensional fields is when people are connecting to beings outside of themselves. Okay, my, my, job, my job is to assist people with connecting to themselves, not a being from outside of themselves. Okay, but my job is to help people connect to who it is that they are. Because from my point of view, from what I've witnessed here on this earth and humanity, this is what's been hijacked. People have been hijacked from connecting to themselves. And what's also been happening here within a lot of the New Age movement is that many of the and <laughs> a lot of the New Age movement, it's actually a program in and of itself. Okay, and so. Um, that was rolled out <laughs> and um, via a negative controlling agenda for those who would awaken into their spiritual selves. And they put cappings and trappings and frequency fences in the higher dimensional fields and also like imposters. So many people are connecting to beings outside of their own self in the multidimensional fields, such as an ascended master, an archangel, so on and so forth, okay? Whereas many of those beings have pure codes and they have pure heart. But due to the distortions that are in the multidimensional fields, there's also many imposters. And it's very difficult within a human body, to be able to even sense that, to be able to even discern that or to even discover that. And for an example, I can give you within my own work, back in, because um, I went through the whole New Age thing, read all the books and, you know, read every Hay House author there was out there. And mm. I think it was um, back in 2009, and I was conducting a session, um, readings with people, and almost every reading that I had with people, Archangel Michael was showing up, and I'm sitting there scratching my head going, golly, this being really wants to be seen and really wants to be heard. I mean, it was overwhelming. It was this huge Archangel Michael broadcast um, done through the energy fields, and it was coming into my sessions. Now, I didn't understand 
about the the hijackings back then, but I and after a while I was like, okay, I am now cutting this off. There's something not right about this being showing up in every single session and wanting to communicate. Okay? And you know, there's many people out there who might be feeling, but Archangel Michael, he's he's the guy, he's the guy who cuts the cords. He's the guy with the blue sword. Right? And he's here to, to, you know, do all that. Well, absolutely. And that is the, the pure intention. That's the organic Archangel Michael. Okay? And that's what everybody wants to connect to. Gosh knows I want to connect to that. But guess what? From working in the multidimensional fields, I got a taste of exactly what the distortions are. The distorted Archangel Michael family came in and was coming in to corrode and distort my sessions. So, wow. So it's, it's like... It's like the... It's, it's just... It's not the real energy. It's, it's, it's like you said, the imposter. Yes, it's the imposter. Exactly. So when I got a hold... Uh, when I figured this out... And then um, shortly thereafter, um, I was ushered forth um, to join the energetic synthesis community, and the beautiful Lisa Renee has so much information. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. This is what I was experiencing in my own world. And so I I was just, I was so pleased that, you know, here's this amazing being who has a lot of language and communication and, and things like this to help understand this. So... Yeah, so that that's actually been very helpful with my own certainty and um, with my own um, spiritual progress with understanding these multi-dimensions. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that was not an easy question. I mean, and, and I know that for some people it might be like, whoa, what's all that? But you really articulated it beautifully, and I really think that, you know, people – people got it and and i know you know for some it's it's a lot but i mean you couldn't have worded it better so i thank you so much for such a great answer mm-hmm. now catalina i read um I've, I've read several of your writings and and one article in particularly in particular really struck me mm-hmm. uh my background having been quite a bit in the festival circuit uh burning man and all these different festivals and and things like that, and just um, these types of energies and and the communities that come together around it. Um, Mm -hmm. There's an energy that I have found, boy, and this may not go over well for for some of the people listening, but whatever. That's okay. I'm just supporting it. Go ahead. All right. There's there's an energy that, that I have come across that has never resonated with me and has me always wanting to just, I mean, just to run from it, you know, like you were saying, you walk into a room, you feel good. You walk into another room and it's like, get me the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. And um, that energy in these circles is um, involving polyamory. And so mm-hmm. I want you to address, you know, what you what what your um, download or take on that is and, and where that's coming from, because it just feels so such a lower energy and so misguided. Okay, yes. Thank you very much for that beautiful question, Dr. Dream. <laughs> you certainly asked the right person about that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, so here's the thing about me. My information, my teachings, my wisdoms, they are a combination of personal practical experience um, through observations here on Earth 
and also through the multidimensional fields, okay? So it's through a combination of that that I am able to, let's say, diagnose what the heck was really going on with that particular program, the polymory program. Well, I didn't fully understand even what that was on a conscious level, despite I had experienced that through my younger years, all through um, my childhood, teenagehood, and early adulthood. I didn't understand that. Um, those aspects were intertwined in my life, okay? So, on a conscious level. But they were there, but it really, I didn't fully get it. And what this, um, what I was able to see from the conscious levels of Catalina, once I was able to start seeing this and what this looked like um, and how it was getting rolled out, I started seeing this back in 2008 on a, on a human conscious level. I was starting to understand it because I got hit so hard with it. And... Um, and I decided that uh, whoo, <laughs> I didn't want to partake in any of that as a as a as a personal being. Um, and what I'm speaking about is there was a man who was back in 2008 who reached out to connect with me for romantic partnership. He was a a well-known uh, spiritual author in Slovenia, and he came to me and said he wanted to come to the states, do a book tour, yada yada yada. I was like, great. And my heart's like wide open, and and I'm just like really looking forward to meeting him, thinking, oh, hey, I might have a really exciting, you know, romantic relationship with somebody who's really great coming up, right? So I'm really excited. I'm on board. I'm like, woohoo, right? And then, um, hmm, lo and behold, as the truth of the universe uh, would naturally come to me, and I'm so appreciative that the truth of all matters do get known to me. Um, sooner or later, and one day out of the blue, I get a phone call from his girlfriend, who I didn't know was his girlfriend, and she was talking to me and telling me that they'd been in a relationship for a year, a very heartfelt, warm, loving relationship, and at the height of the relationship where things were like really, really good and really loving, that's when he was out connecting with me, trying to bring me into the loop. And to me, when we heard that about that, uh, we combined our efforts, um, this woman and I, instead of pitting ourselves against each other, oh, he's mine, he's mine, you know, forget that. We gave him the big boot and we shut down his book tour in the United States because what I found out was within his book, he had all this information that was about the Palladians. It was very high-tech spiritual information. So it resonated with those who are of the indigo and starseed natures. And, but it was interlaced with a polymory program actually written into the materials. So it was designed to say, oh, this is how we're all supposed to live and how we're all supposed to interconnect and we're all supposed to um, sexually engage with each other. Now, once I saw that and had that really bad personal experience, very upsetting, very heartfelt hit home, okay, then I got hit with it again <laughs> back in 2010. And this person 
came up close to me, and this person had been moving through the Tantra circles. And through though, and I was explained via him through his eyes about how a common practice this is through the tantra circles and through many of the light worker communities or festivals or things like this. Now, I don't really know that because I'm not brought out to attend those things, so I don't have direct personal experience. But I have been told that a lot of that stuff goes on this free love. And from my awarenesses in the multidimensional fields, this polymory program is, in fact, a um, it's like it's like a a negative uh, alien agenda. And uh, this particular program, it is it's very high, high, high. Where the top of it runs out of, which is the eleventh dimension. And it um, connects into um, over at the uh, 11th Stargate, which is over uh, Stonehenge, England. And that is the center of what we can call the Nephilim Reversal Grid. What Mm. the Nephilim Reversal Grid is, it's actually a structure that's designed to split apart the masculine and the um, feminine energy systems from fully uniting in the organic, and may I repeat, organic ways. What we have on this planet that I have seen, we have so many beings who are connecting with, you know, and participating with the inorganic structures here because that's all we got, that's all we had. So it's not really anyone's fault. Though I do want to say that there is a level of awareness that needs to be understood with this because as an energetic surgeon, I work with people's spiritual light body systems. When I go into this and I see this type of aspect where a person has been um, uh, engaging or has engaged with an active um, polymorous lifestyle, I can tell you, what it looks like in the energy fields, it is not pretty. It is not pretty at all. And it's also often running out of a sexual matrix. It's like a sexual addiction matrix. Because if the being wasn't sexually addicted, they wouldn't be out, you know, wanting to connect with Paul and Robbie and Sue and promote bisexuality and, 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 and all this and all these multiple partners or it doesn't matter if one's gay and you've got a multiple partners or you're straight and you've got all these multiple partners or you're bi and you've got multiple partners. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing because it's a sexual addiction and people get caught up in the preference thing. Oh, that's just a, like a bluff. That's just something for people to get caught in. It's like, like you know, just it's kind of like a, a blind thing. And so... It's like a blind spot. You can get lost in that because that really doesn't matter. Though often what happens is within the energetic body systems is that there there are these grid structures that um, they're inorganic uh, grid structures that are often in the human energetic bodies that are interacting with the inorganic planetary energetic structures that are running out of the... Um, the 11th Stargate, or we can say that Nephilim Reversal Grid, which also has pieces of parts running up through Canada and 
there's other pieces. So it's been a source of the global um, uh, hmm, uh, <laughs> uh, negative influence is is over there. And if you look, and it was also fascinating to note, Laura and Dr. Dream, is that I watched uh, a small film oh, this past week, and it was about all the wars that have happened on this planet, and it was like a really fast speed through, like from, like, suppose, like when the time, like, Christ was born, so anyways, that's been told in our society, and they started with everything A.D., and then you could see where all the wars had taken place. Somebody had did a map and then just did a fast-forward speed, and I observed this thing from the energetic levels, and what I noticed is that a majority of the wars that have happened since supposedly the birth of Christ, then those were all taking, and a majority of them were were associated with England and just outside, outside over there in Europe. So that is where um, one of the aspects, and it's a major one. It's a, it's a really big one. And on a brighter note, with that, because I want to break, because it sounds like. Ah! Um, and and <laughs> yeah, on a brighter note, what I do want to say is that I'm also aware of the teams and um, that are here on Earth, and those are teams like people who are in, um, like like they're in human embodiment, but their their higher part of themselves is part parts of teams that are working here on planet Earth to help correct, to help override, to help restructure, to help unplug um, these systems. Because, and there's many of them. This is just one of them. Um, and uh, because when these systems get unplugged from the source, or meaning the, the energetic source that is behind the scenes of our matrix that we live in, when it actually gets unplugged at the source, it has no more power. And so that's what's been going on. There's been many teams who have been working on this to help repair the matrix because um, it has to, that's where the corrections have to happen. So um, I, I've, been able, I've been part of the teams who do this, so that's why I'm able to speak about this. Wow. I, it's just so valuable to, for you to be to be sharing this, and it really takes us then into, um, you know, talking about about sacred union. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just because it's a natural progression, um, love to just hear you speak on on sacred union for just a bit. Hmm. Okay. Well, from my awarenesses, sacred union develops from within you, not on the outside of you, from the inside of you, okay? Yeah. So, unfortunately, I've had the naked union <laughs> with the distorted masculine, okay, all this life, that one of my jobs, the reason why I came in here, was to help correct that, to knock out ancestral lines, to knock out all these horrible things, at least, you know, my little pieces, and in order to knock out these horrible things, one actually has to experience it, physicalize it, heal it, and transmute it out of here. So some of us signed up to be um, <laughs> the um, kind of like 
the garbage disposals um, to help get the stuff out, okay? And the aspects, so you've got to be able to get that stuff out. If, if you don't get the stuff out, there's going to be repeated patterns that are going to show up in your life. So these aspects, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be an aspect where the the feminine isn't operating properly within you, okay? Or it could be the the, the child aspect isn't operating correctly within you. And that's one of my big things that I'm aware of because that's one of, one of the major pieces that I hold is that child component, which is often overlooked within the spiritual marriage. From my awarenesses, a spiritual marriage or the sacred union, okay, one has to have that within themselves. You have to have the components of the divine feminine, the divine masculine, and the divine child. That which equates to the Trinity. That is the embodiment of the Trinity. What we've got down here is the embodiment of the distortions. Okay? Many of us are working through these these various pieces and healing within our own ancestral lineages. We're healing distorted patterns. Many people are participating in distorted patterns. They don't even know it. So that's not even real to them, okay, until there's a certain thing that's going to happen to evolve in their awareness and they're able to see that. And I think that's just the natural progress of one's own spiritual evolution or ascension process. Though, when one is able to see these patterns, or we could say archetypes, that we have playing out from within us, because we all have various aspects of us. But what I'm speaking about is the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and the divine child with, within us. That has, that has to incorporate within us in order to ignite those trinity codes. And then therefore, then those trinity codes uh, can ignite, and then that energy will be exuberating through one's energy field, and when that energy is, you know, exuberating through one's energy field, then that is what they will be able to connect with here on Earth. Now, per- personally through me, I mean, I've had to clear out so much of the dark mother programmings, the evil, um, you know, the like wicked stepmother type of archetype stuff, you know, mm. um, and just clear. I mean, that is some, whoa, that is some really, really, um, uh-huh. that's been really rolled out here in this planet Earth, and it's not organic. So when people are being wicked or evil or mean, you're just dealing with an energy that's running through them that's not organically theirs, okay? So when you're actually able to connect with your own pure organic energies, that is when you can embody that within yourself, and that's what that spiritual marriage is. Now, often my piece, because I had that, we all do, we all have that divine child aspect, okay? I was born with that. For some reason, I was able to keep that through um, my childhood, through my teenagehood, through my adulthood, and I've still got it. So I have a very active child piece that plays out, and this is a divine child piece that 
comes out and connects with people, and it's highly misunderstood. And a lot of people, from my awarenesses, have not been able to resonate with it. They're not getting it. They don't understand it. But then there's some people who do, okay? And so um, this, this, this child part is very, very important. And as, you know, everybody, you know, we heard that, oh, it got squished out of them when they were young, and then they had to turn into this. Eh, you know, you can reclaim it. You can reclaim it. It's all there. Just as like you can reclaim your organic divine feminine and you can reclaim your um, organic divine masculine. And what's also interesting is within the archetypal patterns with what we play out, those pieces have to be purified and integrated too with the same trinity. Okay? So that divine child, divine masculine, and divine feminine aspect. So when that correlates, then one can show up and fully be present with um, another being and be operating from that particular level, which is a whole new type of level than what we are accustomed to here on Earth. Because often we're accustomed to meeting each other with our distortions. <laughs> which is just the norm. I mean, that's, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I get this distortion. Oh, you got that too. Oh, perfect. Let's go together. We're going out now. <laughs> right. Distortions are in relationship. <laughs> yeah, and so that's often what happens, and people are like, gee, the relationship just really wasn't what I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, and and then you get upset, and you're like, golly, and then, oh, and then there's that blame game. Oh, it's their fault. <laughs> right. They're the ones who are doing it. And then that's part of, like, the, the victim-victimizer program. But when you have the energies within you, purified you can see the 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 divine codes the divine parts of you will override any of those distortions that want to get up and play wow. until they're fully healed and it will happen i know i've experienced this through my own traverse or my own travels through this life so i'm actually speaking from personal practical experience on this one and that's why i resonate so much because i i similarly um, you know, have been working this energy. I've been devoted to the concept of sacred union, heroes, gamos, since I was a child and just sort of wading through and bushwhacking through all these weird distortions and energies. And so I just always love hearing you and you just say it so clearly. And so my question is, um, what are your thoughts about timelines in connection to the programmings? And is there a great danger in not achieving ascension if, if one is lost in the programmings? Or are the teams and just some of the work that's happening to sort of clear these um, going to enable people to, you know, maybe drop it? Or, or is this something they really need to just understand based on, you know, what you're sharing? Mm-hmm. I mean, do they have to come up against it, like be lucky enough to just hear it from somebody like you and others? Or, you know, is there a danger? Because I know everybody wants to ascend, and I think people really need to know how serious this is if these programmings are really, you know, going to get in their way or if this is just going to fall away from them naturally because, you know, the energies are getting higher. Okay. All right, thank you. I understand now. Thanks, Laura. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I have to say yes and yes to both of that. Here's why. When you personally participate with your spiritual evolution process, ha, you make things a lot easier for yourself. So, and um, in your evolution path, things will happen naturally whether you like it or not. So I'm going to say, yes, that's going to happen. 
And so if you are um, so if you are participating with it, and I know there's many people who are, and they're bumping up against a lot of challenges and this and that. I mean, we all are. I mean, I don't know one person in this world right now who's challenged free, okay? If you show me a person who's challenged free, believe me, can you bring him to my doorstep? Because <laughs> yeah, I want to really, I want to give him a big hug, right? So um, there are these great challenges with it. Within these challenges, what happens is people are bumping up against things, and it's often frightening them, and it's frightening them at the absolute core of who they are. And and that frightenment of what's happening with these shifts and these changes, the best way from my direct experience to handle these things, because I deal with it every day, you have to stay in the present moment. When you stay in that present moment, that is actually how you access the trinity of what I'm speaking about. What happens with these programmings, and there's a lot of them, um, but one of the biggest ones is the mental um, bodies. There are harnesses that are around the mental body structures. This is one of the biggies, okay, because it keeps people... In the mind. So often when people are speaking, they're going to be filtering what you're saying through their mental body. And it's hitting there, right? So there's these mental body harnesses. And many people that I'm aware of don't even realize they're operating within them. And many of um, the spiritual um, lightworkers are operating within these mental body structures okay and these mental body structures it's like there's a squeeze on it okay you can only operate that within that for so long because we're getting squeezed out of that and the reason why is because we're getting squeezed into who it is that we are okay we're getting squeezed into the energetic operations there's many of us who are at the forefront of assisting with the energetic operations of who it is that we are so, therefore, like when we're speaking, like how I'm speaking, I didn't have any of this planned out. It's just naturally happening with me, through me. I'm not channeling. I'm bringing forth my own divine wisdom. I'm bringing forth my own divine frequencies. And I'm bringing, bringing forth my own divine intelligence. And I know that I've got pieces, and that's P-I-C-E-S, P-I-S-C-E-S, and then the P-E-A-C-E-S, pieces, okay, that can connect with others because I know that I have codes and frequencies that can assist others to activate them into their higher awarenesses. And when they're connected to their higher awarenesses, it's going to make their personal spiritual evolution process a lot easier. And then they can go out and they, they've got a, a, and other people, they've got other people, uh, pieces, and they connect that to another person. And that person connects it over to this person and that person. So this is a lot of what I've been seeing now, how many of us are activating each other, assisting each other, and it's happening naturally. And it's also happening with a human consciousness participation with many people as well. And that makes me smile. It makes me smile a lot 
because when I'm feeling people, when I'm seeing people, and I know they're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Woo! I am going to connect to my higher self. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, um, and, and it kind of makes me smile. Now, I never had that process. Mine just happened naturally. I didn't even know there was a higher self. It just happened. So mine happened um, even though I was participating with it, but I didn't know why I was participating with it. It just happened. So I can tell you that these things happen naturally, but then they also happen when you co-participate with it. And so, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love this. Catalina, it is so empowering to hear your words, and I, I just love what you're saying about um, how we activate each other how um you know it's just in the in one of my talks this this past weekend at the star knowledge gathering my message was really clear that 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 the time for people to be holding back because they're afraid people won't understand them won't accept them or anything else is long gone and yep. it's about just each of us standing in our truth as our authentic self regardless of what we think anyone will say or feel about it because really when you're in that space nothing gets in the way and so it it leads me to my next question for you which is you're we've talked about some of the programmings Mm -hmm. there's many many more yeah so we've we've got um you know a number of people listening um we've got all sorts of people in the chat room and and the question um that's coming up for me to 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 share is how 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 do people really know what what's real what's going on and what level of distortions and what level of of programmings they're owning i mean from a real practical sense they're mm-hmm. you know we've got people listening and they're saying wow this is really good um how do they know what other ones i mean we talked about the the polyamory and and that's great and so that then you know triggers a whole thought process for people that are still in that trap but mm-hmm. but what about the other ones how how other than you know listening to the different shows and this and that how do they know and then as a second add-on to the question um how do they know that it's not an imposter energy coming across Mhm. yeah well here's the thing when and this is this is what gets really tricky here, okay? Because we're waiting. I mean, W A D I N G, like waiting in the waters, okay? Uh-huh. Perfect. Uh, um, our multi-dimensional existences, and we don't fully understand exactly. How it goes, it's like this person understands this part about it, this person understands this part about it, and this person understands this part about it, okay? And from what my awarenesses are, based upon your own personal evolution process of where you're at, of where you're resonating it, is where your personal um, viewpoint or awarenesses are going to be. Now, I want to explain this a little bit more on a practical level so you can hear what I'm saying um, I, I don't know, it was like a, about a month or so ago, I walked into a, a women's social group meeting here in Ojai. Never been to one of these things before in my life. I accidentally got there. 
and I didn't know what I was doing because I don't know. It was a networking thing. I don't know how to network. I didn't even know what to do. I'm standing there like a social, like, um, socially inept going, oh, what do I do? I don't really know how to do this. And so I'm like going, huh, right? And anyway, this one lady found $20 on the ground, Okay. So she sees this $20, and bless her soul, she's just, you know, one of those beings who's like, oh, my God, I've got to return this to the person. So she's like, who lost $20? And as sorry as I am to tell you this, there was about five or six women who jumped at that. Uh. Okay? And uh, it's it, that was a bit disheartening, Okay? And and I'm sitting there, and then someone had said to her, well, maybe next time you just need to say, who's lost some money? And then if you have, you need to tell me the, domin- the denomination amount. Okay. So someone had said this to the woman, saying maybe you should do that instead so you don't invite the money vultures to you and then have to fit, you know, swade through that who's lying and, and who's telling the truth, okay? And that's part of the sick programming, okay? That's part of the reversals and the black magic structures that's in the money, okay? It brought out all these vultures, okay? So she was, I could tell this woman was feeling, you know, just distraught about her decision to go, who lost $20? So I, and that's when she came up to me and she said, were you the one who gave me the advice not to say that? And I said, no. I said, as a matter of fact, I I, I just want to say thank you. And I was honoring her and her spirit and her beauty of who it is that she naturally was because it was that that pure essence of her that was doing the absolute truthful right thing. Unfortunately, there was a lot of beings around her who were not. Now, so I was honoring that part of her that naturally did that, that didn't think with the mental bodies, that was actually thinking with her pure heart of just wanting to return something she found to the rightful owner. So I was honoring that within her. She could not accept that from me. She's like, well, Mm -hmm. thank you, thank you. But, you know, Catalina, that's really, you know, like a high, airy-fairy thing. I was like, yeah, 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 it is. But, you know, hey, guess what? Those are some of the realms that I swim in, and they are just as valid, they are just as important, and they are just as strong as any other one. And then she went on. Um, to ask me, because it was that networking party, about, you know, what I did. And, and I was there, and I was being really silly. And I put, like, three different stickers, like name tab stickers about what I did and pasted them all over because I didn't know what to do. So I decided to be silly because I couldn't decide what I was good at. They were like, oh, I'm really good at And I was like, God, I'm so good at so many things. So <laughs> I wrote up all these different things and put them all over my shirt. And then um, so I was telling her about the different things that were on my shirt and then she she was looking at me, and then she proceeded to tell me from her energetic awareness, because she was feeling in to my energies, and she was like, Catalina, I have a feeling you should go teach. And I said, yes. And she says, yeah, because you need to get a solid job. I said, yes. 
<laughs> and then and then I said, well, you know, I, I, I do teach. And she goes, no, 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 no. I mean a real job. I said, well, but I have a real job. And she goes, no, 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 no. You need one because you need to have a, a regular paycheck every week and you need to have medical benefits. And I said, <laughs> Really? And so, you know, I'm sitting there looking at her. Now, you know, there was uh, I just totally just looked at her, and I had to let the whole thing go because I'm not interested in being right at all because there's no – that being isn't going to be able to hear me because that being was talking to me from a program. That being was talking to me from fear. And that being was feeling the sense because she was sensing some vulnerabilities within me on the the physical levels of earth. And Lord knows I have a ton of physical vulnerabilities. But I utilize, I look at vulnerabilities as strengths. Whereas many people viewpoint, you know, their viewpoint is a vulnerability is a weakness. It's a strength as far as I'm concerned. Because it's the beautiful vulnerabilities that I have that allows me to walk into certain experiences to affect the fields. And many people don't see that, um, especially through the judgmental eyes of the physical matrix world of how it's programmed for us to be in. So as I have kind of like... uh, I just kind of managed to, uh, you know, live through this world in the physical aspects in untraditional and non-traditional ways. The um, it, it gave me the insight to be able to see beyond the programmings because I didn't have those traditional boundaries. So what's happening is with within humanity, we're, we've been waking up to going beyond these traditional boundaries into our authentic selves, and we're showing up with our authenticity, and guess what? It is frightening a lot of people. And 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 they're like going, ha! Ah! So they're throwing, you got to have a paycheck, you got to get your, you know, you have to get medical insurance. I'm like, why? You know, if she only understood what, and I was trying to explain to her very kindly about what I did, but she couldn't hear me. So then I just stopped and I gave up. Because she didn't have the wingspan to even hear or even embrace anything that I was saying or wanted to bring forth. She could not connect to those higher frequencies that I wanted to show her and grace her with. She couldn't have it because she wasn't ready. Okay? So, and that's okay. That's okay. But then, you know, there's this human component where, you know, I'm sitting here dealing with this person projecting their stuff at me and it's not even my stuff. It's that person's fear being projected at me. So then I just have to, you know, clear my energy field, you know, and, you know, move that fear up and out, move it out of the timelines here and escort it into, you know, purifications um, so it can be transmuted. Okay. So speaking of transmutation, Hmm. what – what I would encourage people to do, because I think this helps tie into a question you're asking, within these aspects, when people are working within the multidimensional realms, and everybody's got a different way of doing it, and I don't think that there's a right way or a wrong way. I think whatever's working for you is brilliant, because all of us have been connecting 
our, 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 our reconnecting our DNA in different ways. So not everybody's getting like their clear audience at the same time, which is like the, the inner hearing. And not everybody's getting the clairvoyance or their sensory abiling of, um, uh, their sensory feeling abilities at the same time. Um, you know, and, and, you know, people are at different awareness levels where some people are like really good at remote viewing and other people are really good at removing, um, alien, uh, implants and, um, you know, this person's like really good alchemist on the physical levels and this person's a good alchemist on the energetic levels. And, you know, we've got all these varieties and sorts now that we're walking into and we're all kind of, at least from my awareness, we're all kind of like meshing together. And that's what I was talking about, picking up the codes, connecting with people, because we're rebraiding and we're restranding together. And we're reweaving ourselves back together. And when I'm speaking of that, I'm speaking about the reweaving of, yes, our DNA and the reweaving into our soul, our oversoul, and our um, monadic avatar body components, which would comprise of a 12th dimensional blueprint system. So, and those 12th dimensional blueprint systems are what is getting activated within certain aspects, and those certain aspects are coming online with everybody in different ways. So, you know, is there a right way to go about how you feel about this? Well, if you don't have a certain frequency base, like the woman who was I was telling you about at the social thing who was operating from fear, that fear is a programming because fear has been programmed into this matrix at such huge levels. And because she was operating with that, she doesn't have the ability to connect to some certain higher frequency fields because what happens is if you have fear programming in your energy field, and it doesn't matter what part of your energy field or what part of your, you know, in your whole bodies that, you know, it's existing, if it's in there, it's hogging up space. And if it's hogging up space, that means, you know, th- that's a space where the organic energies are not residing. And so it's these organic energies that we need to get within us in order to be able to see and understand the authenticity of the multidimensional fields. There's a lot of great stuff. In, in our multidimensional fields and in the very higher levels, there's really, really good stuff. And there's also, you know, some not good stuff. And the more that we clear out that not such good stuff, the more opportunity that we have as within our own lives and as a humanity, as a collective. And this includes the animals and beings in other dimensions, too. Um, we all have the opportunity to understand the the organic aspects at purified levels. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I, I just I, I love all that so much. I mean, I just feel like we speak just the same language. That's why it was so great to be on your show. Well, my question, um, definitely, I, I just I can't help but bring it up. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but how much uh, do you think it's why is to even follow the elections, and what are those programs and dangers? And is there any hope with some of these leaders having a breakthrough, or should we unplug completely? Because, you know, I'm seeing really highly conscious people 
and beings, you know, still absorbing their energies, immersing their energies in these elections, you know, hoping Obama's going to make a change. And, you know, and I think it's good to have your ear open to it, but how dangerous is it? Or is there really a chance that something's going to shift, or is it something we should just unplug from? Okay. Well, from Catalina's awareness. <laughs> Which is a good one. That's why I'm asking. I'm like, with her, I definitely yeah. want to know. <laughs> yeah, so from my awareness is because ever since I was small, and um, small child, and and there's these people who I was reciting with, and they put on the TV and the news, and I'm like, why are they doing that? I I, I couldn't understand it. Okay, so I couldn't, and, and I've never been able to watch the news. Um, I, I haven't been able to read the papers all this life, and um, boy, you should hear me trying to say that to the people who call up and try to get me to subscribe to the paper, and I actually tell them why. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyhow, the um, I spend time with them because they're important too, you know. So the thing is, is that um, which I have been kept out of all of that, um, out of the news, out of the politics, um, out of the um, election systems. Um, even though I have voted um, on occasion in the past because I fell for the program, oh, I'm going to be the, 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 the I'm going to do my good deed, and I'm going to go vote. And I never knew who the heck I was voting for because I never read anything. I don't know who the people, I mean, it was really silly. So I'm looking at these energetic ballots and doing it energetically, going, do, 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 and I really didn't know what I was doing. But I was in there doing this without any type of, mental or logical um, education about the people or what they're doing and so on and so forth. So I just had to go in and do it energetically. So maybe I was recoding some stuff. I don't know. Um, but I knew that at the time when I would go into those um, booths and things and, and do all that and vote, um, you know, I was authentically there. I was like, okay, so I'm authentically going in and I'm going to vote because, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And it wasn't until I actually understood, and it's actually only happened recently in my awarenesses over the past few years, that I actually understood that the whole voting system, at least the way it's been set up and the way that it's been controlled, it's a sham. And, you know, it's it's really um, hard to, to sometimes speak with people who get really excited about this. I, so I don't even speak to them about it because, you know, why? <laughs> it's just going to, you know, create unnecessary energy and, you know. Um, but these these um, voting aspects, because it's been controlled, just as so many aspects here and the planetary levels have been controlled um, via negative influences, the... Um, yeah, I mean, from my personal viewpoint, don't waste your time. <laughs> really. And uh, because as far as I'm aware, it has not been corrected, it has not been fixed. I mean, it's like if you try to solve a problem from the outside, it's not going to work. You can't solve a problem in the same way it was created. You have to go higher up. And that's what I do. I go into the have to go work with this stuff in the higher realms, and many of us do, because we can't solve our problems in the same way that they were created, and that is what many people here on earth are doing. 
they think, oh, well, if we just get the right candidate, if we just get the right person, but if you really understood what was going on behind the energetic aspects that was going on behind the whole political system, it's a big theatrical um, charade. It, it really is. People get ca- caught up in it, and, and, and then they, they debate, and they bicker back and forth, and people have arguments about it, and it keeps people distracted. And it keeps them distracted from who it is they really are. Now, I'm not saying that, um, that you know, the people are wrong if they want to go participate with that. Of course, that's their choice. And there's many people who are going in to, you know, correct certain things. And I know there's lots of people who are going in to recode and work with the distortions so that they can get collapsed uh, within that system. So I'm not here casting judgment for those who participate with it. Um, but my personal role, it, it hasn't been involved with any of it. Rather than understanding it for what it is and understanding the um, negative influences that have adversely affected that entire system, you know, but bringing forth a little bit of education about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I don't resonate at all. I couldn't pass any government tests. I mean, coming from a presidential family, I don't speak the language. I never voted. I can't, I can't participate in that arena. That's not how I work energy, so I really relate to that. I just get concerned about, you know, the people, and, and I have no judgment either, but when they really are, you know, Obama's Palladian and, you know, we have to support him. And, and, and I just, you know, I let that be, but um, I just I absolutely agree, you know, where inside is where it's at and uh, really connecting to the truth of who we are. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had um, an interesting experience uh, recently, Catalina. I, um, I guess it was several weeks ago. I posted something on um, on my Facebook page about uh, Lance Armstrong, and um, wanted to kind of get. You know, I I just had this feeling that just like this was a really terrible thing um, about him not uh, copping to the fact that um, that he was. Uh, that he was doping and um and i was shocked because and again you know i'm just pushing the limit here i may get defriended by people but i had friends of mine who i really felt were like very conscious and aware Mm -hmm. saying you know dr dream who are you to judge he's done such good work blah blah Mm -hmm. blah let it go and i was just like Whoa! Wait a second. I and and it's something I've been talking about now is this trend of people going to the lowest common denominator. Um, people saying, "Oh, he's raised all this money for cancer awareness," which is a damn oh, joke in itself. You know, oh, because there's there's cures for for cancer and everything else, and and it's like, oh, so it's okay that he broke the rules. And I thought. You know, what came to my mind was, well, no wonder the reflection of the collective is so screwed up when people that I had some modicum of, of faith in were were buying into all this lower level crap. Excuse the, the English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that has to do with a frequency resonance, Dr. Dream. has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, many people, um, there are parts, and I want to explain this so that we don't become disheartened uh, with our brothers and sisters. Um, we have many aspects within us that are integrating now, okay? They're integrating at higher levels. 
When we say multidimensionality, multi means many. The many dimensional parts of who it is that we are. Often, we're looking at a being, and we think that that being is just, you know, one way. We're comprised of so many amazing aspects. Though, because of these distortions here, because, you know, we chose to be, you know, birthed here and deal with this uh, swamp soup here on Earth, um, we are coming through, you know, these distortions, parts of ourselves. Many of us, including myself, and I can't talk about this unless I personally experience it, and I have, that's why I can speak about this, is that we have parts of ourselves that aren't fully integrated. And these parts of ourselves that aren't integrated are vibing or reciting at certain frequency levels. Who knows what those frequency levels are? Some of them may be lower frequency levels, whereas maybe the main part of the person, the person who presents as the personality of that being comes forth, but there's another part of them that's not fully integrated, and then that part that's not fully out of the distortions or out of the inorganic parts of themselves, just with that aspect, that part can come forward and start speaking. Okay? And this is what happens often. So this is why it's really important to stay in the moment. It's why this is really important to participate with your own personal spiritual evolution process at this time. Because we can get caught up in these things. And, you know, this this Neil Armstrong thing, what did that do? It caused a divide-and-conquer energy. It caused a split and divide. And that is often why these things come up in conversation. So because, you know, there might be like a weak point within someone. Okay, let's go in. Let's aggravate it, you know. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And. These these are parts of ourselves that have not been purified or have not been integrated with organic energies. So just because a being is holding a lot of amazing energies with a lot of parts of their part of themselves that have been integrated, there's parts of themselves that haven't. And we're all at these different wavelengths and it's like a weeble wobble of of what we're moving through. So it's just important to have a lot of compassion for the parts of ourselves that aren't integrated. That means loving ourselves, even if we're the one who's like the big, you know, boobs you know, and we're the one who's like, you know, we're the one who acted up or whatever. It's important to recognize that within ourselves because we have the ability to correct it. We have the ability to heal it. We have the ability to see it. We have the ability to transmute it. And and we have the ability to bring forth the higher essence of what really does want to come in. And that's the opportunity for us to see when these types of, you know, things come up like this um, because it's our, it's our opportunity to um to do that within ourselves and for ourselves. Perfect. I I love I love that answer and it's it's the most clarity on this topic and the most clear response um that I've heard. So thank you so much. 
Oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, you forgot. Hey. <laughs> 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 and, and unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of time left, and I could talk to you for hours, so I want to see if maybe just in a couple minutes you could answer this one real quick. You know, okay. I, I find it's a huge epidemic that there's so many body image problems for people, so much body judgment, so much, uh, you know, distortions of how one should look and what, what, what perfection is. And I'm, I'm getting really, really, really sick of it. So maybe you could talk to the audience about, you know, what kind of program that is and, and how to kind of recover one's self from those programs to really, you know, foster self-love because that's where true healing comes in. Anytime we judge or hate a part of ourselves, I believe that turns into disease. So maybe you could just address that just in a couple minutes because we're, we're, we're getting close to the end. Okay. Thank you, Laura, for that one. Okay. So um, a couple things I need to say about this. One thing is often our bodies are dealing with ancestral patternings. Okay, meaning they're carrying on specific body types uh, within us. And I, I deal with this, too, because, you know, I have a very, like, full body, and, and, and there's people who even pick on me and call me fatsy, and, and I just can't even respond to them. But it is kind of hurtful because I'm really not that fat. But, you know, hey, I got very full, you know, body. And I have to own it because it's been that way for quite a long time. And I have to embrace it and love it, so I have to say it personally. You know, I move through those waters myself and have to continually work on that because of the programmings that are in the society with that of what's, you know, expected for a body to look like. Now, I want to take this to a higher level really quickly. I know we've got just like another couple minutes. What I've been able to see in some of my um, energetic work that I do with clients and I've been able to see the reasons why certain bodies are holding certain amounts of weight, regardless of whether it's really skinny, you know, and they don't have much on, or, you know, they're medium, or they're really, really full and really, really heavy. Um, like I have a client who's like really, really heavy, and her sister's really, really skinny, and she brought that up in session, and we addressed it, and we went in, we took a look at what was going on, and lo and behold, her particular very, very full, heavy figure is dealing with a component of the Earth's energetic bodies with helping restore a certain um, weeble-wobble that we have at a 23-degree tilt access. And I was able to look in within her energy bodies and be able to see this is what she's carrying. The reason why she, she's got all this extra weight is because her actual energy field is participating with correcting certain distorted planetary energetic grids of what has been done to this planet. So there's reasons that are way beyond, oh, we've been eating too much food or not enough food or we didn't do this right or that right or what have you. It goes way beyond that, and that's the insight that I wanted to bring forth. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> wow. This has been one amazing um powerful broadcast tonight Catalina I am I'm just um so grateful that uh that you you've joined us um I've also been following uh the chats in the chat room and um it's it's really touched a lot of people and so hmm. um just really want to thank you for this Yes well you know what you all 
thank you for listening because we're all here participating together. You know, it just so happens to be, you know, Laura, Dr. Dream, and myself speaking together and, and joining together in a, in a trinity of a energy um, kind of conversation ceremony today. So but all of you are just as important um, with connecting your energy field with ours and us with you. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who have um, participated with us today. Thank you. Now, Catalina, before um, before we uh, before we go, let people know how they can connect with you and and what you've got going on and and um, anything along those lines that you want to share. Sure. Yes, um, if you'd like to connect with me, um, you can. I, I've got a website presence. Um, it's www.catalinasangels.com. Um, there are some um, beautiful assistant tools there. Um, I've got a, a, a library of support for people that I've built over um, several years. So I've got that available for people to help them with um, various aspects of their spiritual growth so they can just go in there and pick and choose and find and discover what they need. Um, so I've got that. And, um, yeah, and there's lots of good stuff, lots of inspirational stuff. So I just encourage people to just go visit the website and poke around a little bit if they want to know more about my work. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been – um, an amazing resource uh, for me, and um, it's just and it's, for me, it's, <laughs> for us, and um, and just again, thank you so much. And and someone asked in the chat room if um, if your schedule is very busy or can she connect fairly quickly? And I I answered she connects quickly. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm yeah. When I when I've got the time openings, it happens. I don't waste any time because the moment's now. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well. Thank you so much, dear, for um, your energy and your insights and um, outside of this broadcast, all that you're doing um, on behalf of the entire collective. Um, it's making a huge difference. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Catalina. Well, you're welcome. I love you both very much. Love oh, you, love dear you heart. <laughs> all right. Just to um, to follow up um, a little bit, um, We've got um I we just wanna get some information out there about the twelve 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 uh Star Knowledge Conference in Phoenix. Uh Laura and I are going to be uh very involved in this conference. There's uh upwards of sixty speakers. Um and uh it it this is big and it's um you you have time to uh, book your room and, and book the conference. Uh, so please, um, Star Knowledge Conference, Phoenix, Arizona for 12-12-12. And there's, there's links on our Facebook pages or you just uh, don't have the URL in front of us. I take it that it's starknowledgeconference.com. But if it's not, just type it in or uh, send Laura or myself an email. And um, I just want to... I don't know, honey. Can I? I'm, I'm just going to tell people what we're what we're doing this weekend. We're on our way up to Northern California to um, do something that we've never done together before. We are going to be participating, um, actually officiating uh, a wedding this weekend. 
And so um, I'm just putting that out there. Um, it's it's one of my favorite things to do because it honors love and sacred union. And, um, you know, that's what we're all about. And, and so we get to participate in that this weekend. And so um, I just kind of wanted to share that with everyone. What what do you have for us before we close, Laura? Oh, just I just feel just so much excitement. And I realize, you know, just on this path, just, you know, just how everything really shows up for a reason. And when we understand it's not there to sink us or bring us down, it's really there to help us detach and, and just, you know, raise ourselves and to understand that, we're here to let go of these ego attachments and enter something so much more meaningful and deep. And I just really feel this show express that. And um, I'm so excited for the weekend. I'm excited for Star Knowledge, and I just hope, you know, people will, will come out there for that because, you know, it's, it's just so wonderful to meet people in person, to do sessions, and to just share in the energy because this is a time of great celebration. Um, you know, enough with the fear. It's time to really celebrate and just open ourselves up and just, really just honor um, our, ourselves as divine, beautiful beings. Yes, yes, and more yes. Well put. And um, at this point, we just want to thank everyone. We have a very special guest next week. We'll be posting uh, information about it in the next couple of days. And um, it's all being awake in the dream. Thank you so much for showing up. Please share the archives of these interviews with your friends. Invite them to be uh, listeners um, on the show and in the in the in the in the chat room. It really does make a difference. Thank you all so much, and from our heart to yours, lots and lots of love. Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs>